the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This is The Next Generation with me, your host, McKenna Cassidy. For the next 30 minutes, I invite you to explore with me what young adults are up to in the Italian wine scene. Today, let's feast on our discussion of Italian wine, travel, food, and culture. Thank you for being here. Grab a glass with us. Chin chin. Welcome, everyone. I'm McKenna on the Next Generation portion of the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm here with Martina Centa from Cantina Roeno, and it is such a treat to be here with Martina. Welcome, Martina. Hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me today. You're welcome. I'm so happy to be here with you and speaking about our reality. Yes, it'll be a treat to learn more. This is a winery that is new to me, and I know Martina is obviously heavily involved in the whole process of evangelizing this winery, so it will be a real treat to learn more and share with everyone. (laughs) This is truly a gem that most of us have yet to discover, so we can't wait. So let's start, Martina. You tell me where you are, what's going on. I'm representing the third generation of uh, Royal Family Winery. We are located in Belluno, Veronese, which is a, a very little village uh, in north of uh, Verona, in mm. Terra de Forte Valle, which is a, a very unknown area of uh, the Veneto side. Yes, Terra de Forte. Yeah, Terra de Forte, it's a borderland. It, okay. it has always been a, a borderland in the past between the uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire and the Kingdom of Italy, now okay. between Veneto and Trentino. Uh, it's the name of our area, but at the same time, it's the name of our DOC. It's mm-hmm. an interregional DOC in which you can find Pinot Grigio and Enanzio, which is an indigenous and native grape of our... Raise your hand so, on the other end, you listeners, if you've ever heard of Enanzio. What yeah. a treat. We'll get to learn more. <laughs> yeah. Enanzio, you know, it's a, like a, a unique wine history also because mm-hmm. uh, it's a prefloxer uh, wine, and mm. so the vines are... 150 to 100 years old. Mm. They weren't attacked from the phylloxera that arrived in the... It was just resistant to phylloxera? Or it never got there? It never got there because the terroir, it's a sandy terroir. So the sand protects the the roots of the plant from the phylloxera. So we have these like three hectares. Date back at uh, 1865. 1865. Yeah. Wow. We are speaking about the double pergola Trentina. So from one row to the other, there are six meters of distance. Okay. So now it's something. And the vines are spanning the yeah. row. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Pergola. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. And so for context, um, Terra dei Forti is 45 minutes north drive, just from Verona City, where we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are like 50 minutes from Verona, 20 minutes from uh, Lake Garda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's an unknown area because we are also in like not so much wineries. We are just three wineries. So okay. We, oh, we with the new generation of also the other wineries, we are trying to do like a group to promote our area. Mm. 
because you know we have the Valpolicella behind us. It's true, uh, the popular so, one. Yeah. <laughs> the popular sister is <laughs> <Yeah>. over there. <laughs> so. And uh, how many people are in your family? What's the makeup of your winemaking team in your? So team? the family with the second generation are in three. My mother. She's like manage all the hospitality. Okay. My aunt, she built the the market, like the commercial and, and okay. Italian market, and also abroad. Okay. And my uncle, the the only man, the only man, <laughs> he is doing the production with other okay. uh, three guys. Uh, okay. They are working with us since twenty years. Wow. So you said ninety yeah. percent women. Yeah. With there's a few more women. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We also. Have have a restaurant inside the winery and the cooker oh. is my grandma's it's still my grandma's so. your grandma is the head chef yeah wow how many seats are in the restaurant 80 80 wow that's yeah. sensible do you do not only events but regular dinner regular seatings? dinner yeah regular dinner oh, and this is perfect yeah. traditional like meal mm. of our region yeah what fresh pasta like? fresh okay. pasta well, everything is local yeah. okay so is there a garden, or is she sourcing from the town? No, she's stuff. sourcing like from different. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah. What are the other courses in the meal? So I have a course of fresh pasta, and then what would I order? Rabbit. <gasps> I love rabbit. Yeah, with a, a lot strong of passion. butter. With a lot, a lot, a lot. A of lot of butter. butter. Oh, yeah. a lot three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> How is it served? Is it? Uh, with like polenta, do you know polenta? Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. And herbs or no? No. Just no. butter and polenta. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I, and which of your wines do I put with it? And then you have to like taste it with uh, Pinot Grigio Rivoli, which is oh. our like um, crew of Pinot Grigio. Uh, here we are in the Rivoli Veronese near uh, uh, Lake Garda. Okay. There so we, a little bit closer to Lake yeah. Garda now? Okay. And closer to Verona. Okay. There we have like a mixed terroir, so we are speaking mm. about mineral, uh, clay, and sandy terroir, and a lot of wind because Bino Grigio needs the wind for the growing well of the grapes. Mm. There we have uh, these 10 hectares of Pinot Grigio, in which we produce the Pinot Grigio Rivoli, which is a selection of Pinot Grigio. Uh, mm. because we do like something different, uh, a particular vinification. Mm -hmm. uh, the fermentation is starting in uh, still tanks mm -hmm. and ending in tonneau mm -hmm. and remain in tonneau for 10, 12 months. Wow. And then one year in bottom, then we present it to the market. It's fabulous. So everyone, this is such a exciting congratulations yeah. on Tre <laughs> Thank you. For Thank you. Um, 2024. And you released the 2020 vintage. 2020, yeah. For the 20, yeah. for in 2023. Yeah. So that takes into account the aging. Now, I saw on Instagram this beautiful hill with this magnificent building on the top. <laughs> and these 10 hectares are in and around yeah, this. Yeah, the forest, yeah. That is the Rivoli Veronese village. Okay. There is like these forts. This okay. like a, like castle. Yeah. And then uh, a little village and a, a lot of vineyard around. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. When I was, it's, it's this something very like steep little, Narnia. Narnia. It totally looks like Narnia. <laughs> or <laughs> Scotland. Like, yeah, it's like, that's so amazing. And 10 hectares is fairly petite. Those vineyards have been there for a long time, or are they recently planted? Uh, 20 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, 20, wow. 25 years ago, yeah. Cool. Does the lake have any effect moderating the environment in Rivoli? No. Or not so much because not it's a little much. farther away? Not too much. Okay. Hopefully. Of course. Yeah. And then I, so when you're making this Pinot Grigio, which 
obviously I can't wait to taste that someday. It sounds <laughs> like immaculate. Um, it just sounds amazing, especially with the aging. But you have like really nice Instagram reels that show the winemaking process. Yeah. And the Pinot Grigio grapes look like these light pale green pearls just laying on the sorting rack <laughs> and all the ladies are there 90% women <laughs> picking all of the little twigs and leaves and smaller grapes yeah. out so they not only hand sort but you also optically sort where it has the little machine that yeah we have this very important in, in investment uh-huh. of our winery tool like uh by this machine that uh-huh. is optical, like a uh, sorcerer, mm-hmm. to find the real high quality grapes. Okay, okay. Yeah, just to use the hill, the high quality grapes. Okay. What's the altitude? Uh, mm-hmm. We are at 200 meters above the sea level. Okay, yeah. got it. But we have vineyard till at 500, 600 meters above the sea level oh. because there we produce also Riesling, rain Riesling. Oh, yes, tell me about that. Uh, because my uncle Giuseppe and he used to work in Mosella and when he came back he wanted to create his own Riesling. So he started to understand which part of our properties was the best like area for the production of this variety. So here we are on Monte Baldo Hills, 500, 600 meters above the sea level, mineral terroir, of course different temperature between day and night, mm. which helps to have this like uh, wonderful taste like uh, hydro hydro like petrol yeah, yeah petrol notes but at the same time fruity notes that remind me like lemon is it giving the same like fresh nectarine as in the moselle or is it giving like more lemon like citrus direction it's both like petrol okay. and citrus okay nice. it's a, uh, there is a very ba- nice balance and also there uh, there is a very nice balance in between acidity and residual sugar okay what's so the residual sugar nine gram per liter but okay. we have 10 11 gram of acidity wow so it's a dry racing sure sure thing. sure yeah. Wow, I bet it's wonderfully balanced <laughs> yeah what's the aging like on that just steel or uh, what's the it it yeah still and now the vintage that we have in the market of the reserve one that selection is uh, 2080. 2018. Yeah, but it can like live a long. long yeah, time. you could wait yeah. 20, 30 yeah. years yeah. and try it yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> try a bottle now and then hold the other one for the next 20 years. Come back. <laughs> Revisit. That's Thanks. so great. So the vineyards for the racing and the Pinot are closer to the lake. In yeah, Rivoli. And then Inanzio, Inanzio is, is close to the winery. Got it. It's near the Adige River. So there we okay. have the sandy terroir. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another curious like uh, product that we, we have, it's uh, Solaris, the PV variety. variety. Uh, PV variety. PV, yeah. Okay. It's an acronym from the German no, no. terms. Oh, okay. Uh, it's representing these variety that are... Uh, able to be resistant to fungal disease. So mm-hmm. we don't do any treatment at all. Mm-hmm. And here we are also in Montebaldo, but uh, not on the Lake Garda side, mm-hmm. but the internal side. Like okay, the, and yeah. that's the Repanda wine? Repanda wine, Okay. Yeah. This is like our, for us, it's our real sustainable wine because mm-hmm. we don't do any treatment at all. And all the packaging and uh, is FCS certificated. Mm-hmm. So we have this not so uh, weight like bottle. The paper of the label mm-hmm. is uh, a recyclable. Mm. It has a yeah. texture to yeah. it. 
That's cool. And the printing, is it done there, or do you do the printing on the label elsewhere and then yeah, on top of them? Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. And then we don't have, uh, we have a band and not, not the... Oh, there's not the plastic closure yeah. on the top no. of the bottle? It's just like a, a band. A just band, a band like yeah. holding it on. Nice. Yeah. What's the band made out of? Just the name, the name and uh, like uh, the name of the winery. Okay. And the cork, it's a normal cork, so it's made by the sugar can. Mm. 100% recyclable. Oh, sugar cane cork. Yeah. How does the sugar cane cork uh, interact with the aging process? Ah, is there is it very different oxygen interaction than like a normal cork? Yeah, of course. Oh. And a normal cork, yeah. It's more close than, than a normal one. Okay, so sugar cane cork has like a tighter grain to it nice this makes so much sense that's so cool are you enjoying this podcast don't forget to visit our youtube channel mama jumbo shrimp for fascinating videos covering stevie kim and her travels across italy and beyond meeting winemakers eating local food and taking in the scenery now back to the show um so let's get into kind of like what I'm noticing about your winery and your design, obviously fairly modern approaches, but honoring like the place you are, what do you find is super attractive to young people about what you do at the winery? What do you think is attractive about your wines to a young 26-year-old from America? In my opinion, the the thing that is attractive of our winery, maybe that you can find this... uh, unique wines something different something that you 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 don't know about mm. it and i think that the new generation are more educated and more curious to things that they don't know mm. than the past generation and open uh, to exploration yeah, and curiosity yeah. yeah and we also have these like a packaging very attractive packaging, different from others. It's very luxurious and modern. Um, so, what I, I what I see when I go abroad, they are like so curious to to this new or maybe no unknown variety. Mm-hmm. Like they're opening to yeah. open to learning about it and actually yeah. integrating it into their. Of course, it's it, it will be more easier for us for, like for. selling. Uh, I don't know. Uh, easy drinking Pinot Grigio mm-hmm. or, or Rosé. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are like uh, very focused on our like uh, var- variety, which we are trying to sell our passion. Uh, sometimes. Selling passion. That yeah. is so cool. I can feel it from you for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And tell me about some of the fun ways that you invite people to your winery oh, for certain yeah. activities. <laughs> As I said, we are in, a, in an unknown area, so we have to be creative. We have to like create new experiences to mm. bring people to our winery. We do a lot of activities like uh, team building for like company, but not only for company. We do also tasting on the on on the boat uh, during mm-hmm. the summer time it's like uh, it's called uh, reasoning and crudite it's like a three hour cruises around the lake garda and we pair the two our riesling with the raw fish like ostrich uh, yes tuna and we also do like picnic uh, okay. in vineyard we also do like dinner under the star mm. in the enancio vineyard the historical in Antio Oh my gosh, I'm coming uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> we also do the cooker class, the cooking class with my grandma. Yes. Yeah. What is her name? 
Juliana. Juliana. Nonna Juliana. Nonna Juliana. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone calls my my nonna Nonna Juliana. Nonna Juliana. It rolls off the yeah. tongue. That's like the easiest, the best thing to say ever. <laughs> so we do a lot of activities. Um, uh, I have to say that um, the guys that are working with us are very nice. They are very friendly and open to welcome everyone to our winery. And, you know, for us, not for us. In my opinion, the people that are coming to, to visit a winery, they they will be the best uh, brand ambassador for, for the winery. So they have to feel the passion, the tradition and what you are what you are. What are you doing? And yeah. like, the meaning of it and experiencing that. So that's so awesome. I started in experience marketing in the Napa Valley. Yeah. And I worked doing curated experiences of tours and tastings and dinners, club tastings, being in weird places, pouring wine to get people to join. Like yeah. it was very elevated and highly curated. And it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing here too. I mean, having, I haven't seen any other wineries that I've spoken with doing like not corporate events, but inviting people to come and experience something together that would celebrate team bonding and the, I mean, they're all in the vineyard. Oh, wait, what about Pilates? <laughs> you do Pilates. There's like Pilates classes in the vineyard, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. So that is just so engaging. And I feel like it's a new way to make new friends of wine and help people explore. Like if they're going with a group, they'll be even more welcome to like listening and learning. And, and this, this, like, these activities uh-huh. are perfect for like... Uh, create a relationship also with the new generation, a, a relationship for the new generation with the wine. Mm. So you give them an opportunity to have an experience with yeah. the wine. Not just a tasting, a normal mm-hmm. tasting that every, every winery is like, do that. But if you come and we like do like training, like a uh, trekking, uh, dog, we, do, we also do dog trekking. Dog trekking? Yeah. What is that? You can come with your like <gasps> dog friends. Really? You yeah. can bring your dog friends? Yeah. You do Amazing. like uh, um, one, two hours of trekking around <gasps> the vineyards. Oh, and then, things? Yeah. Wow. And at the end, you will have like a tasting. That's perfect. Yeah. You get your exercise. You have your wine. Fun. This is awesome. <laughs> Did you design all of these yeah. things? Yeah. You're so, Martina, that's great. <laughs> How creative. They're basically different separate invitations to curiosity and tying it to a fun experience is the perfect way to extend that invitation a familiar experience tied with maybe an unfamiliar experience yeah you have i think that you have to start um, thinking about different targets different people that can come to you also also like a a family maybe yes you have like the couple the parents with a baby with a child Right. We used to to invite also the child to to remain during the tasting. They can create yeah. their own their own label. Oh, and they... wow! You were born for this. This is amazing. <laughs> this is the most creativity I've seen <laughs> in a single location. <laughs> you you have to come and visit I, us. Thank yeah. you. I delight in. We that. also have ten rooms, like a, like an agriturismo. Oh yeah, you can yeah. stay. Yeah, awesome. And then, oh, will you tell me about the dinner? situation the restaurant there's 80 <laughs> seats yeah it's perfect yeah tell me about the pt travels club with porsche ah yeah we, yeah because we we also have like partnership with uh, some brands mm. and in this case with uh, the porsche of uh, of verona oh like okay the selling point of verona and they nice. do like for the clubs the porsches yeah. uh, they do like a 
uh, a day around the vineyard and they oh. stop in Bahasa uh, like for having uh, like a tasting and then uh, mm. or lunch or dinner. Mm-hmm. We do also that. Awesome. Uh, you can do all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you, Martina, for sharing all this info. Is there anything else you want to share about the winery before we wrap or about new friends of wine? I feel like we covered everything yeah. really well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Chin Chin, to everyone listening, please find in whatever capacity. Martina <laughs> says it's difficult to sell the uh, Anantio in Italy. So yeah. you have to go to but the winery. If, you, if, you, if you find it. If you find Anantio, you yeah. must try it. Yeah, you should. Yes. <laughs> Thank oh you. my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing about Cantina Veneno. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Tante grazie for joining me today. Remember to catch our episodes weekly on the Italian Wine Podcast, available everywhere you get your pods. Salute.